0: Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell.
1: And this is Jonah Trebowasser.
0: Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each
1: week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life.
0: And Jonah, today we'll be speaking with Sarah Oliver and Lila Mead about the Vassar Haiti Project, but we're not going to do that until after these very important messages, so I want you to stay put.
1: I will not touch that I promise. Good job. What can you do as a member of
0: Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can can do anything. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion.
1: For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org.
0: Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I'd like to welcome our listeners back to this edition of Radio Rotary. This morning, I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Say good morning, please, Jonah.
1: Good morning, please, Jonah.
0: And I need for you to behave, because we have some... I
1: always behave.
0: We have some lovely guests. They're both ladies. Right. One is a Vassar student. You're a lady So also. she's really smart. I know. And um, she's here... With Lila Mead, who's one of the founders and artistic directors. I, I'm thinking that might be her title. She'll correct me when we say good morning to them both. Good morning, um, Sarah. Good morning. That's and Sarah Oliver. Oliver. And good morning, Lila Mead from the Vassar Haiti Project.
2: Good morning. It's
0: great
3: to be here.
1: It's delightful to have you both. Now, what exactly is the Vassar Haiti Project, Sarah Oliver?
3: So, the Vassar Haiti Project is a nonprofit organization, um, and we work, uh, we partner with a village called Chermet in rural northwest Haiti. Um, and we work with five, with five different initiatives. We do water purification, um, education, health care, um, we have a, w- a women's cooperative, and reforestation.
1: We'll get into all those in just a moment, <laughs> but let me ask first Lila Mead, who's with you, uh, did this grow out of the uh, earthquake tragedy in Haiti, or was this something that was established before? Then.
2: No, it was actually established in 2001 after, the, um, to, uh, after 9-11. Oh, and all right. Yeah, my husband and I thought it was time to take care of the world and do something proactively, and, and we had a little idea. He took it to the dean of the college, who said, yes, let's help Haiti. And, uh, and that's how it started. So is your husband, and remind us his name. Andrew Mead is the Director of International Students and Services at Vassar College. There we go. There's the connection there.
1: There's the click. Yeah. <laughs> and Sarah Oliver, you're a student at Vassar.
3: I am. You're a, you're a senior. I am a senior. I'm an anthropology major, but I'm also pre-med. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I, I
0: told am. you she was
3: smart.
1: <laughs> take my, take my pulse. Let's, let's see if I'll survive <laughs> to the end of the show. All right. Now, I always mix this up. Anthropology is not Indiana Jones that dusts off the skulls with the brushes, right? Um That's that's archaeology.
3: Yeah, archaeology okay. falls under anthropology, but I'm right? more into cultural anthropology, so <laughs> a little bit different.
1: And how do we go from that to pre med?
3: You know what? I think everything is interconnected. And I think I actually became pre med um, from my work with the Vassar Haiti Project, um, where I was really working in our, our clinic where there's not a lot of access to medicine um, and people just don't have a, a knowledge of healthcare. Um, and I saw this really as a way to bridge um, interactions with people and culture and diversity as, and connecting it to healthcare. Wow, well, listen, that's we, very well we, said.
1: We're going to invite you right now to come back to Radio <laughs> Rotary after you finish medical yeah, school. I'm so and I and can replace say,
0: us. <laughs> no, no.
1: So that I can say, "What's up, Doc?"
0: No, <laughs> I think that she uh, she could be a, a radio uh, anchor. Oh, she's got a
1: great here. voice. Yep. So, Lila, Mead uh, What is your connection with uh, Vassar and the uh, Vassar Haiti project?
2: Uh, well, I helped uh, my husband to co found it, and I uh, work. I don't work directly for Vassar, but I work with the students very closely in mentoring them to make the initiatives happen in Haiti and how to take projects on from beginning, middle, to end.
1: So let's talk about those initiatives mm-hmm. and how art uh, sort of melds ringles. into yes. uh, these initiatives. Okay. So, Sarah Oliver, you talked about education. What does uh, the Vassar Haiti Project and the young people from Vassar do to help education in Haiti?
3: So um, when the project first started off, our main goal was to have a lunch program at the school so that the students could have lunch, because a lot of them walk for hours to get to I school.
1: Mean, down in Hades, kids in Hades.
3: Yes, kids at the school in Shremet. Um, and that's where it started. And then it built um, into renovating the school building so that there were enough classrooms for the students, um, and also supporting the teachers and um, teachers so that they have teacher training and that they have salaries. Um, and our most recent project is trying to reconstruct a a, kinder, a new kindergarten classroom.
0: So I have two questions for you, Sarah Oliver, from, from Vassar Haiti Project. <laughs> um, have you been to Haiti yourself? Because you're a senior now, right?
3: I have. I've actually been to Haiti three times at the Vassar Haiti Project.
0: Oh, terrific. And um, how would you describe the condition of Haiti now? Have you seen it uh, rehabilitate more over the past several years since the big disaster? Your, your thoughts,
3: um, Sarah. So it's really interesting. Um, the village Shermette, is is very rural and actually quite far away from Port-au-Prince, where major earthquake damage happened. So um, I think what we've what I've noticed um, as I've gone through the years is the amount of infrastructure that's building on the roads as we drive further out. Um, so we. The roads are getting more paved. Um, we see electric poles going up, so hopefully get electricity in areas. So there definitely is some progress happening. And it is it is really neat for me to see, as I've gone back over the years, um, how much people can change and grow. Are you
0: helpful to continue your relationship with this project, even though you, when you're a graduate?
3: I really hope so. Vassar Haiti Project has been such um, an integral part of my academic and personal growth, and I I really want to to keep that relationship. And I'm already talking about coming back well, next year. <laughs> your
0: um, co-founder of the Vassar Haiti Project, Lila Mead, is sitting here with a smile from ear to ear when you <laughs> when you announced in an, an affirmative that you'd like to stay connected. So, Lila, how many students do you think have been involved since what 2001? Over the years, with this project,
2: we think about 350. Over the years, um, you know, the project uh, the project grew each year. We never intended it for it to look this way. We've just finished building a medical clinic and with the help of Ro- Rotary and um, actually Rotarians have been very, very supportive of our project. Well, your mission statement that,
0: um, well, I, it, I don't know if it's the official mission yes. statement, but the explanation of the goals and objectives of the Vassar Haiti project are very simpatico to, to Rotary.
2: They're almost identical. Yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> honestly, we didn't copy it. <laughs> um, but that's
0: so well, you're welcome
1: to do so. And yeah. of course, uh, Haiti, copy Haiti is very <laughs> close to Rotary's heart because uh, when the earthquake happened in Port-au-Prince, uh, Rotary rushed down there with our fantastic shelter box uh, survival kits which uh, includes a tent for a family of 10 and survival gear and water for purification gear and uh, many, of for our six months. Yeah, wow. many of our Rotarians mm-hmm. uh, flew down to Haiti uh, to help out on long term. To be
0: boots on the ground. Right,
1: as they as they are right now in other areas. In Nepal. In Nepal. Mm-hmm. So, our guests right. on Radio Rotary this morning, talking about the Vassar Haiti Project, our Vassar College student Sarah Oliver and Lila Mead of the Vassar Haiti Project, and we're talking about the great work they do. And Sarah, you talked a little bit about education, another one of the... That you have is something called reforestation. What's that all about?
3: So, our reforestation project is actually one um, that really grew out of the people of Shermet. They really wanted to to start some reforestation and improve their environmental conditions.
1: Well, what happened to the forest to begin with? Uh, I mean, they cut it down for firewood or paper? What is that?
3: Yeah, uh, a bunch of different purposes. Um, Haiti is one of the most deforested nations. I think the most recent statistic I heard is that it's 98% deforested. Wow. So no planning, basically. <laughs> you know, clear-cutting, no plan. No. Yeah. Exactly. And so one of the goals of reforestation is to, you know, bring um, a lot of trees and also have them be sustainable. So we're looking at, you know, trees that can provide fruit um, so people can have food and also trees that can, you know, regrow very quickly.
1: And how often does uh, Vassar College send down uh, young people like yourself to uh, the uh, area of northern Haiti where it's uh, Chermatri, is that how that's pronounced? Chermet. Chermet? Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, uh, How often do you go down there?
3: Um, So Vassar Haiti Project definitely has a a trip that goes every single spring break. Um, And recently, we've also been having trips in October. Vassar has a a little October break that that students will sometimes go down as well. And we're increasing it every year. It really depends on how often we feel that we need to keep that conversation going.
1: And what do you do when you get down there, once you're down there? I mean, do you plant the trees? Do you teach the classes?
3: (laughs) Uh, So most of the work that we're doing when we're actually on the ground in Haiti is talking to um, talking to the people in the village and making sure that um, what we're doing aligns with their goals for for their people. Um and that's that's something that we really value is our relationship with the people of Shermet,
0: which is ongoing. It's ongoing. Exactly. Yeah, for years. Yeah. So, um in the few minutes that we have in this segment, um we're going to just touch on the funding which is part of the big art show that you all launch every year. Um and we'll talk more about it in segment 2, but that's that's where a lot of the funds come from because I'm sure people are wondering Wow, this all sounds great, but how do you make it happen? The reality
2: is it does take dollars and cents so we do have art sales and that's how we support most of our funds uh, we have them um, sometimes we have them off campus in the tri-state area we actually bring we have 300 pieces of original Haitian art and hundreds of handcrafts and we bring them and uh, and people host sales for us so we oh, love that's fascinating. we love partnering with other organizations who do that
1: and we're going to find out more about those uh, art sales in the second half of the show but just let's get everybody your website and folks at home get a pencil and paper we'll repeat that in the second half of the show what's your website for the Vasa haiti project
2: the haiti project.org.
1: as if that was one word the one word haiti project.org and we'll find out more about the Vasa haiti project from our two fabulous guests lila mead and sarah oliver in just a moment but first let me remind our listeners they're in tune with radio rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on itunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowis, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guests from the Vassar Haiti Project, Sarah Oliver and Lila Meadon. Sarah O'Connell, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is
0: sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Please call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank & Trust and Riverside Bank, your personal bankers for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary clubs of New City, New Pauls, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, New York.
1: And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, and commercial lending, trust and wealth management services.
0: With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, and now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh, New York.
1: Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service.
0: Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com.
1: Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching.
0: to 9, or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com.
1: Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business.
0: Hi, and welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell. And today I'm joined by my co-host Jonah Treeboiser. No substituting Jonah.
1: I'm glad to hear you say that.
0: And Jonah, we're speaking with some of our, our, uh, one of our favorite projects that we like Absolutely. to have um, on Radio Rotary um, guests from our representatives from the Vassar Haiti project. We're speaking with Sarah Oliver, who is currently at Vassar. I believe she's a senior, and the fa- one of the co-founders and artistic directors, um, Lila. Mead And we're hearing about what's been going on this year, past, present, um, just catching up on the Vassar Haiti Project. So, so. Lila
1: Mead, welcome back to Radio Rotary. Thank you. And Sarah Oliver, welcome back to our second half.
3: Thank you so much. So, for those
1: who tuned in late, Sarah, what, again, is the Vassar Haiti Project?
3: So, the Vassar Haiti Project is a nonprofit organization, and we partner with a village called Shermet, in rural northwest Haiti. And we have five initiatives of water purification, reforestation, education, health care, and the Women's Cooperative.
1: Now, uh, we spoke in the first half of the show about the education and reforestation uh, uh, initiatives. You know, when you think about Haiti, and I've been there as a tourist uh, f- on a cruise ship, you think about uh, lush mountain greenery and pristine uh, streams. And you would think that everything is like just natural and beautiful. And that's probably not the case, is it, Sarah Oliver?
3: You know, um, it is a really beautiful country. And Haiti is so vibrant and full of life. But the fact of the matter is, is that the the water access is just not there. And the water that the people drink and the streams is, is not purified. Um, there's a lot of waterborne illnesses that we see come out. Um, and just And we're going to go into that in more detail. But
0: Continue, please. I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> mean to interrupt no you. No problem. It's just that's, that's a really big deal. So.
3: Yeah, so I think one of our main goals is to make sure that the water that, that the people drink in the village is safe to drink um, and that they have continual access to it.
1: And how do you go about doing that, Sarah?
3: So we have a water filtration, um, a, a water cistern system um, with faucets in various locations around the village. Um, and we're actually piloting um, some uh, water purification initiatives. I don't know, Lila. If I you think want to talk
0: Lila, about Lila that. has been working with um actually the Poughkeepsie Arlington Rotary Club. Ha- has not your organization worked with them and partnered with for purification of water in this country?
2: Yes. The actually they've been quite um, supportive of us. Uh, Tan Suk Dora Wallace yes. uh, recently passed. Yes.
1: A dear friend of dear ours. Dear friend, our friend of ours, our former, saying, our yeah. former district governor mm-hmm. and I think he's one of the people you had on Radio Rotary the most. Um, Wow. He used to call himself the district water boy. Yeah, yes.
2: yeah, because that was very near and dear to his heart.
0: Real passion. Real he was a, passion.
1: As a chemical engineer, that was a real passion of his.
2: Well, what happened was when we first met with Tan Suk many, many years ago, he wanted us to uh, focus on water. And we we had no interest in or even thought about water. We just wanted support for our school. And every time we would make a presentation to him, he'd say, now what about the water? Now what about the water? Now what about the water? And so we started looking at it, and we actually uh, piped in water into the village from a mountain spring up above uh, where our school is. Is. But now we're faced with the uh, dilemma that the, the the villagers have water, but the water isn't clean. So uh, we're now working closely with Poughkeepsie Arlington uh, Rotary Club to uh, uh, get a global grant. To get water purification, uh, which is a, one of the big initiatives
0: of Rotary International, yeah, um, in developing countries, um, is water purification because it's a very basic need. And if you don't have pure water or clean enough water, it, it you it's ingested and diseases start, and this happens. And then access to water, you know, people are so f- fixated on this basic need of bringing it into their households for survival, then. There goes the education. There goes everything else. The, the standard of living um, is very low. Um,
1: and um, if folks at home want to know more about the Vassar Haiti Project on their water purification or any of their other initiatives, they have a website, which Sarah Oliver, your website is.
3: The Haiti project the
1: Haiti project is as if it was one word org and if folks that don't get a pencil and paper I promise we'll repeat that before the end of the show but and Jonah
3: we want to
0: know more about the art show and stuff don't we yes now yeah.
1: we actually have a beautiful example of uh, Haitian art here it uh, shows people at the marketplace and it's beautifully done and that's just a very a vibrant small, colors. Sample, small sample of the great artwork that they have that um, uh, for sale at various art shows and that's how they raise money to uh, help out the people of Haiti. Can um, you
0: um, see some of the examples of artwork that's available for purchase on the website, Lila?
2: Yes. Um, we have over 300 paintings on the website, and people can look on. One of our students just redid, or a couple of our students just redid the website, and it looks beautiful. And uh, you can actually click your icon right onto the painting, and it blows up, and you can see it right before your very eyes. And most of our artwork is uh, between fifty dollars and five hundred dollars. Um, so it's at every price point. Every price. We have up to two thousand, but most of them are in the in the uh, more affordable price range. And it's also fifty percent tax deductible because we're a five hundred one c three. Oh, that's a
3: very good point.
1: So now's so a good time to give that website again. So yeah
3: www.thehaitiproject.org. Okay,
1: so now, uh, Sarah, you told us in the first half of the show you're thinking about medical school. Is that correct?
3: That is correct.
1: And one of the um, initiatives you have in the Vassar Haiti Project is helping out with health care. What do you do down there in Haiti?
3: So the health initiative actually um, came out of an idea that came about in, I think, around 2011, um, and we started construction for the new clinic. And actually, the clinic is at the base of the mountain. So Shermet is a two-hour hike um, up a mountain. It's not accessible by car. Um, but the clinic is at the base of the mountain so that it can serve a lot of different villages and people. Um, and so the clinic was completed in 2013 um, and recently uh, has a hired, we've hired a full time Haitian nurse and a doctor. It comes four times a month um, and provides care for the people.
1: Were these people who did not have access to health care in the past?
3: That's correct. They, wow. uh, you know, you had to walk uh, to Jeez. the nearest city probably a couple of days to get health
1: care. Well, you've done some tremendous, tremendous uh, accomplishment here by bringing health care to those who are underserved. We in America sort of take for granted that uh, at the very least you can run into the emergency room with something, even if you don't have uh, health insurance. But uh, it's hard to imagine people in the 21st century who just don't have health care.
2: Can I just say that uh, this idea sprung from a student? Uh, who said how can we be taking how can we be educating people and not taking care of their health? Mm. And then uh, we approached uh, many doctors and Danny Aronson, Doctor Aronson from the Poughkeepsie community, came in, chaired our medical advisory board, and out in in very very short period of time, we were able to do that. Uh, now, Sarah, well, Oliver, what a collaboration,
3: yes. though.
1: Yeah, exactly. You the know. fifth initiative uh, that you mm-hmm. talked about, Sarah Oliver, had to do with uh, women's issues. What is that all about?
3: So uh, the women's initiative is something that came again from the people of Shemet. The women kept saying, "Well, what about us? Um, how can you how can you help us?" Um, and so we, you know, took that and took it seriously and started doing some fundraising. And they formed a women's cooperative with about seventy five members, um, and the purpose is to provide um, you know some sort of sustainable. Um, employment so that they can sell their goods. They do a lot of uh, crafts and then we bring it to the US and sell it. We're also trying to find ways for them to sell in local markets. Um, It's really taken off and it's, it's one of our newest initiatives and it's one that's so incredible because you can just see the passion.
1: So, Sarah Oliver, let me ask you about, and, and Lyle, you, you come in on this also, dozens and dozens and dozens of students have gone down to Haiti to be part of the VASTA Haiti Project over the years, since 2001. Have any of them fall madly in love with Haiti and decide to relocate after graduation? Do we know of anybody?
2: Uh, no, a lot of them actually work in Haiti. They take on jobs for two or three months. No kidding. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had about four students who've done that.
1: And Sarah Oliver, for uh, college students who are out there listening to Radio Rotary this morning and uh, maybe aren't involved in, in service projects or uh, other giving back to the community uh, in their own lives, tell them why you think it's uh, the thing to do, why it's rewarding.
3: You know, I think Vassar Haiti Project has, I always I always did community service in high school, um, and I think coming to college and joining uh, Vassar Haiti Project really just gave me a new a new level of excitement and engagement with the, with the world around me. Um, I've had a lot of incredible opportunities to really work on the um, hands on on the ground, and not to mention a lot of real life experience and putting my academics into practice. It's an incredible way. Um, to really learn about people and a lot about yourself.
1: So give us the website one more time, Sarah Oliver, and then Lila, invite people to come look and look at the art.
3: So our website is org.
1: And when they go to org, Lila Mead, what are they going to see?
2: They will see, first of all, the incredible work that the Vassar College students have done towards making all of these initiatives happen in Haiti. All the initiatives are spelt out, and then they can also look at the artwork and purchase something.
1: Well, Lila Mead and Sarah Oliver of the Vassar Haiti Project, thank you for everything you're doing for the less fortunate in Haiti, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much. It's yes. our
1: pleasure. And Sarah O'Connell, who brings us Radio Rotary this week?
0: Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Please call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust and Riverside Bank, your local banks for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, Warwick Valley, and Poughkeepsie, Arlington. For
1: the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebois, so thank you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. <laughs>